Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Have you ever set a goal and was frustrated with yourself for not achieving it? Then there's the other side of that is maybe you set a goal and you're disappointed in yourself because you didn't achieve it. Maybe you're not even disappointed in yourself. You're just disappointed. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the truth about your brain. And that is that your brain is not wired to make you successful. You, your brain is such a powerful tool and it can be used to help you achieve the, your goals. But naturally, your brain is not wired to do that. Your brain, in fact, is wired to keep you comfortable, it's wired to keep you familiar, and it's wired to keep you safe. This, I hope, gives you some revelation and understanding into why maybe you struggle to achieve your God-sized dreams. And I want to help you today and give you some tools. In fact, I'm going to give you three things that you can do about it to not allow your brain to work against you and the goals that are on your heart that you have been praying about, talking to the Lord about, feeling like, yeah, he has given you permission to go for it. And yet there's just something that you can't quite figure out that's holding you back. Most likely the thing that's holding you back, it's you. It's you and it's your brain. And your brain is so sweet and it's so kind and it wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep you comfortable and it wants to keep you familiar. Well, think about it. Every next level of you is not going to be comfortable. And you've probably heard the phrase, nothing grows inside a comfort zone. This proves that. This science behind your brain, right? And the idea behind this is that your brain is actually wired to keep you that safe, comfortable, and familiar. It's a survival mechanism. Think back to, you know, before we had major civilization. Well, what was it? It was survival of the fittest, right? You were always looking for a threat to your existence. And so your brain is wired to protect you. And when your brain sees a goal, hears a goal, thinks about a goal, it doesn't immediately think, yeah, let's go for it. It actually thinks, no, that is not normal. That is not safe. That is not comfortable. So let's stay away from that. So what do you do about it? Now that you know this this crazy fact about your brain, what do you do about it? Because there are people achieving their goals. 
There are people doing that. And so oftentimes we think what we need is discipline and we need motivation and we need willpower and we need to just face the fear and do it anyways. And and yes, all of those things can help. But what happens is when the enemy comes against you, because the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy, he does not want you to achieve anything that is going to expand the kingdom of God. And if you are a seek first CEO, you're no, you know your business is actually a ministry. You know that it's a way for you to share Jesus with the world. You know it's a way for you to be be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. And you know it's a way for you to use your resources, the blessings that God has given you, the provision from your business to grow the kingdom of God. And when your heart is in the right place, the enemy does not want you to succeed because he knows that means God is winning and he wants to hurt God and he wants to hurt you. And so how do you use your brain in a way that it's no longer thinking that your goal is not comfortable? How do you trick your brain into thinking that your goal is not safe, that your goal is not unfamiliar and it's weird and it's something you want to stay away from, right? That survival keeping you keeping you safe. Well, there are three ways to do that and I'm going to share those with you today. Because chances are it's not that you need more motivation, you need more discipline, and you need more willpower. Yes, those things are good and those things help, but we have to get your brain to see your goal as a good thing. And so truth is you're going to face opposition. And one of the ways that you can come against opposition is to, number one, meditation. Now you hear this word and you might think, wait a second, what does this mean? So uh, oftentimes when you hear people talking about meditation, they're, they're, you know, you think of maybe like sitting in a room and emptying yourself, emptying yourself of everything inside of you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the biblical type of meditation, which is to meditate on God's word. In fact, the Bible tells us to meditate on his word day and night. So are you spending time in the word of God? Because the reason that you believe what you do is because a thought has been repeated over and over. When we meditate on God's word, it's a thought that we get to repeat over and over and this is how things get written in our heart this is how things get written into our mind this is how things get written into our subconscious by meditating on it meditating on the word of god day and night so some ideas for you from a really practical perspective so number one i hope you are spending quiet time with the lord every day and depending on the season of life you're in, depending on your schedule, this could look really different. And so I really don't want you to become religious about this. It's really easy to be religious. And maybe you know that I prefer my quiet time in the morning. It's a preference of mine. It's the way I like to start the day. In fact, there was a season of my life where I would spend, you know, one and a half to two hours every morning in my quiet time. That is not my season right now. Although I would love that, uh, I have been wrestling with getting up at 5 a.m. And not only that, like our, our, our kids' schedule has changed. And so there's just some things that I had to give myself some grace and I had to really focus on. It's more about quality over quantity. 
and what am I doing in that time? So I don't want you to become religious about this meditating on God's word day and night, but making sure that just like you would never leave your house without brushing your teeth, I hope that you would never go a day without getting into the word of God at some point. That could be in the morning, it could be during your lunch break, it could be before you go to bed, but there is so much goodness in the word of God. And the more that you get it repeated in your brain, the more that not only will you remember those things, but you will believe those things and you will start operating from those truths. And so I was talking with a client the other day and she said, you know, I sometimes feel like I'm not, I'm not, I don't know enough scripture to share Jesus. I was like, wow, is that a lie from the enemy, right? And like nobody started knowing the whole Bible before they started sharing Jesus. And I encouraged her with the same thing to meditate on on the word of God. As long as you're getting into the word every day and you are asking the Lord, right, to help you get understanding, revelation, because revelation brings transformation, right? We don't read the Bible just to read a read the book out of a checklist. Okay, I check the box off. I'm a good Christian. No. And it's not even just to memorize a bunch of information. Really, we want to memorize the word of God so that we have revelation and then revelation creates transformation. I'll tell you what, my my like most transformational times in the word are when I'm reading the word of God and the Holy Spirit gives me revelation about a passage. And when I have my own personal experience with that passage, I tend to remember it better. So number one, meditating on the word of God. And that's not the emptying ourselves of our brain and our mind and our thoughts. That's actually filling up with the word of God, filling up with truth. And I also want to share this with you. Why would you want to fill up with truth? Well, John 8, 31 to 32 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word... You are truly my disciple and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We need scripture as entrepreneurs. We need it. We need scripture as moms. We need scripture as wife. We need wives. We need scripture for everything because when we know the truth, the truth will set us free. And what is it? Well, the enemy wants to trap us in fear. He wants to trap us in lies. He wants to trap us in doubt. He wants to trap us in discouragement. He loves to trap us and keep us stuck and keep us feeling a certain way. When God says, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So meditating on the word of God, abiding in his word, like he says in John 8, abiding in his word, meditating on his word. Well, one, that shows that we're a disciple of Jesus, right? Jesus said, follow me. Part of following Jesus is getting into the word, meditating on it, abiding in it. And when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So this is a way that you're gonna be able to combat the enemy when he comes against you to steal, kill, and destroy your calling. He doesn't want you doing what you're doing. Because you are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. I hope you feel like a warrior princess today. All right, that's number one. Number two is your words. Your words are so powerful. And your words, you probably heard like your words create your reality. Well, God tells us a lot about our words. He tells us what to well, he tells us a lot about our thoughts too. He tells us what to think on. But Proverbs tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. If your life 
if the fruit of your life, if the fruit of your business is not good fruit, it's not yielding good fruit, there's a good chance that your tongue is the problem. It's what you're speaking. And you know, something that I've noticed with working with entrepreneurs, one, that's what I love about coaching, and that's so much of what I do. I hold space so that a woman gets to talk, she gets to talk it out, she gets to be honest with her feelings, I am, she feels safe to really tell me how she feels, and I get to show her what she's actually saying. And what does that mean? Well, if she's saying it out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, if she's saying it, that's what's actually in her heart. And a lot of the times as Christians, we can have like a lot of Christian ease talk. And for example, you know, we might say st- the, the most common I am statements, rooted in biblical truth, which is so important, right? It's I am loved, I am I am chosen, I am free, I am forgiven, I am worthy, right? We hear those a lot, but it's like sometimes those become so almost cliche as if we don't, we don't really live like we're chosen. We don't really live like we're free. We don't really live like we're forgiven. We don't really live like we're worthy. And we don't really live like we're loved. And so a lot of that is coming from our words because our words are what's actually stored up in our heart. So what are you speaking over yourself? I love Ephesians 4.29. It says, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fit for the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So some of these like self-sabotaging things that we say sometimes, and a lot of it is rooted in what we like it's our identity, really. So one of the things I hear a lot of entrepreneurs say is like, oh, I'm a hot mess. I'm a hot mess express. Well, that's feeding life into you being a hot mess. Or maybe it's, you know, I'm a perfectionist. It's just, it's always running my family. Well, you're feeding into being a perfectionist. And perfectionism, let me just tell you, because the Lord showed me, because I've wrestled with that myself. Perfectionism is rooted in pride and ego might not seem like it at first. It might think like, I, I want to make it perfect because I'm just, you know, I'm an overachiever. No, it's actually rooted in pride and ego because if it's not good enough, what are people going to think about me? What are people going to say about me? What is this going to say about me, right? So one of my favorite questions to ask a client is, well, what does that say about you? If you did mess up, what does that say about you? A really good way to get to the root of the thought that you're actually believing that's creating the emotions that you're feeling. So words are so powerful. God talks a lot about declaring and decreeing in the Bible. There's a reason for that because our words have power. And Proverbs 18, 21 tells us our words and life, there's power, there's death and life in the power of the tongue. What is that power? You have power. Are you using it for you or against you? Because your brain, your brain doesn't want to go there until you get it to believe that where you're going is safe, it's comfortable, it's familiar, it's okay, giving it permission. And so when you're speaking life over these goals, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? When you're speaking life over yourself, over your goals, over your business, and you're speaking truth, then it's going to help your brain no, this is okay. This isn't this isn't unsafe. Like you can go there. And the last tip is vision. 
I am a I am a visionary by nature. That's a gift of mine. God's gifted me with that. Sometimes it gets a little crazy because I have a lot of ideas. And uh, if you are a visionary, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you probably know the struggle. Uh, it can be a blessing and sometimes a curse because if we don't reel that in and know what is for this season and what is for us, you know, sometimes I have a lot of good ideas, but they're not necessarily for me to do. And so uh, knowing that is really important. But vision, and this is something that I work with uh, my clients with in the Made to Flow Academy. It's vision mapping. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write it down. And depending on which version of translations, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. So Having this vision in your mind of where God is taking you, being really clear, making it plain so that if somebody actually read where, what you're thinking, where you're going, where you're headed, where God is taking you, he could run. He could do it. He had, he has such a vivid image, a vivid vision of what this is. He'd have a really good idea or she would have a really good idea of what this is. Is your vision of where God is taking you really plain? Your brain doesn't know the difference between true or false. It doesn't know the difference between reality and not reality. It doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. All it knows is what you tell it. So when the Lord gives you a vision, ask for details on that vision. Ask the Lord to help you make it plain. Have Understand what does this look like. And when you can incorporate your five senses into that, your brain starts to see this as normal. Because you're telling it and it only knows what you tell it. So vision mapping is a really fun way and a really, it's it's just a, a brain science way to trick your brain into not staying stuck. Trick your brain into not staying comfortable in that comfort zone and getting your brain to see that where God is taking you is in fact, it's okay. It's okay to go there. I think about the um, the spies that went into the promised land, right? And like they got to see all that God had for them, that land flowing with milk and honey. And some of them came back and said, those giants, oh my gosh, that's all they could see. They couldn't see the goodness. And so the giants are coming for you. That's the enemy, right? The enemy wants to keep you back from the goals that you have, but... But God, you be a Joshua and Caleb, be strong and courageous. And that is a affirmation, a declaration you can speak over yourself. I am strong and courageous. In Christ, you can do all things through him who gives you strength. So I hope this was helpful for you to really understand some of the struggles that you have in making your goals a reality. It's really probably not that you just don't want it. It's that your brain is not wired to do things that are not normal. And any goal is a stretch. Any goal is outside your comfort zone. And so when you can help your brain see your goal as a good thing, as a safe thing, and you can be pouring good fuel into your mind by meditating on the word of God, The truth will set you free from those lies of the enemy and making sure that what's coming out of your mouth, right? You meditate first. You write those things on your heart. And then the things that are coming out of your mouth, being aware of those things. When they're not God's truth, when they're not good things, and you hear, I oftentimes help a client, like, you know, sometimes we'll name their their inner mean girl that sometimes speaks so poorly to them. I have one too, right? Her name's Lisa. And I have to catch her. I have to catch Lisa when she is not 
speaking kindly to me like well you whether it's you know you're not good enough or you do this too much or you're not that or you're this um and you can't do that like recognize that voice because that is not of god it's not speaking good into your mind and changing the words changing the words and saying wait i'm going to take that thought captive and i'm going to change those words into what god says about me so listen, if this interested you, you probably have heard over the last couple of episodes, the Made to Flow Academy was open. If you're in our Facebook community, Seek First CEO, you know that. I am leaving it. I've had quite a few people. This happens like every time I have the doors open. I still get some questions trickling in. Just had one today. You know, I have a couple questions. Okay, I'm leaving the doors open only for those of you listening to the podcast because this is the only place I'm talking about it. So if you want to get into the Made to Flow Academy where I'm teaching you how to manage your mind and emotions so that your mind and emotions don't manage you, how to create goals with God and then create your a brain, a vision map to help your brain achieve those goals all this goodness is what's in Made to Flow Academy. So if you are a high achieving kingdom entrepreneur, and you don't even have to be an entrepreneur to be in this, really. Uh, I, I work with women who are not, but typically those are the women who are who are in this program. And what's holding you back from getting to where God wants to take you? Uh, there are a couple more seats available. So I'm going to leave those open for the next week before we get started on the first Friday of March, which I'm so excited. So if that's of interest to you, you can check that out in the show notes. The link to, um, to, to the page is there and you can sign up there. And otherwise, I have some exciting things coming up. I'll share that in the next episode. We're going to do another round of Businessry Boot Camp. So it's a free five-day boot camp to help you run your business your business tree, like your business, it's a ministry with the Lord. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys have a blessed day, a blessed weekend. Let's pray. Father, thank you for helping us understand how amazing you have created our brains and you have created our brains to keep us safe so that we can survive. But Lord, you don't just want us to survive. Lord, you want us to thrive. We know that John 10, 10 says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us a life of abundance more than we could ever ask or imagine. So Lord, we thank you for helping us. Thank you for science that it just really points back to God's truth. Um, that we can help our brains prepare for what you have prepared for us. So God, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. This is all for you. This is not for us. And so help us to have hearts that continue to remember that, God. This is not for us. This is for you. And so we just dedicate our businesses to you. We thank you for entrusting us and allowing us to be the CEOs as you are the owner. And we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.